0: podcast is sponsored by wakunaga of america makers of kyolic aged garlic extract kyodophilus probiotics and Green powdered green drink mix all natural healthy solutions to support your whole body well-being try their new kyodophilus pro plus symbiotic prebiotic and probiotics together for better gut health kyo means strength live a kyo life Naturally Savvy Podcast is sponsored by Morpheus for Menopause. If you listen to the show, you know I've been I've been spending a lot of time on Clubhouse. I'm writing a parody to um, Car Wash Clubhouse. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where's Lisa? She's on Clubhouse. Yeah. So I've met amazing people, and many of them have been coming on the show. And one of them is with us now. She's fantastic. Her name is LaKeisha Mosley. She is an author, speaker, and coach, and she joins us now. Hi, LaKeisha. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I love your platform. Lakeisha, on your website, lakeishamosley.com, which is a gorgeous site, by the way, you've got Lakeisha Mosley. Embrace Your Identity. How did you describe that? And, and what do you see as your identity?
1: Awesome. This is a question I truly love answering. Honestly, my identity is something that I have to continue to evolve in. Um, I had to figure out what I wanted. A lot of times uh, we're doing what others have taught us, what others, others have truly thought they were helping us out with. But at the same time, it wasn't us. It was truly what others um, thought of themselves. So they, okay. hey, so let me give you, a, give you a help, give you a hand. But a lot of times, you know, we have to make um, an, a declaration to figure out what we want truly within ourselves.
0: Tell us a little bit about the kind of work that you do.
1: So the work that I do um, pretty much is for women And um, truly, truly a woman that wants to uh, evolve within themselves. A lot of times um, I'm dealing with women who have been divorced, women who have had broken relationships, women who just don't want to live. You know, and I'm dealing with women like that. It's like I understand most people will say, whoa, what's going on? I'm like, listen, that is day to day life. Honestly, you can make millions. You can make billions. But you, you can really want to live um you can want to not live you know it's a choice so a lot of times we deal with women who are confused and don't understand themselves and who wants to truly truly let go and say hey nobody believes in me nobody sees me nobody feels the way i feel and it's like wow when i come on board and i coach women with that uh paradigm honestly i tell them listen you're not by yourself you're not the only one listen you're not the only one that feels crazy Listen, I felt it. I have so many other women that's feeling the same way. And they're like, whoa, that's different. Someone else feels the same way? I'm like, yeah, I promise you. You could begin again.
0: When did you know that you wanted to be a coach and that you wanted to help women?
1: Wow. It's amazing that you asked me that. Um, it took some time, some self-building. I realized that I really didn't have a, do- a thought for myself. Honestly, it was everybody else's plan. I said, listen, I need some more new information. So I went and got information um, from my amazing coach, um, John Maxwell. Um, he pretty much told us, listen, you can begin again. You can do anything. You don't have to just take stay with the norm. You can always achieve greater. And I said, wow, I can? He's like, yeah, you sure can. You know, go ahead and um, look um, at my clientele. They're going to show you just how you can begin again. And that's when I was able to adopt a, a behavior where I can begin to uh, invest in myself. I can begin to uh, write down my story. I could begin to look at it like, wow, that's creepy and ugly. It's something that somebody else can learn from. So I say, okay, because I love to write. I love to read. I love to inspire others, so because I love to do that, listen. Okay, that's when I began to feel good about
0: myself. That's why I did what I, That's why I do what I do. Well, what is your story, LaKeisha? Wow. Like, yeah, that is. However, big. you want to start it. It is big because I think women need to share their stories, so we know that we're not alone. And that we can make the changes that we want to be healthy overall. Again, it's not just food. It's not just exercise. It's really about how you see yourself. And I think the more we can talk about that, the better we're all going to be.
1: Absolutely. Listen, I love my story now because before I was scared to tell it. You know, honestly, I was embarrassed. Honestly, I felt like nobody will understand truly within my family because this is huge. You know, that old saying, our business is our business. Don't tell our business to anybody. That's not fair. That is not being nice. And really, honestly, that keep you bound uh, within. So within my story, um, I had to understand that I needed more information. You know, I was looking for love and if we're look, looking for love in all the wrong places. That's what people say. But that's what it was like my first marriage. I love um, my ex-husband. And that's what I said. He's the ex. So I had divorced him because it was totally toxic. We got married. uh, I want to say not so much as the young. You know, I don't want to put the age on it because most people, you know, would not understand that we were young as far as mentally to get married honestly, we didn't have enough information. Honestly, we were just reoccurring, um, the same episodes of our families. You know, they were very successful. They had, uh, money, they had, uh, being, but they were toxic. Everybody look, yelled and screamed behind the scenes, you know, when that door is closed, it's yeah. like, that's what it was. So because, um, my story just couldn't change. I realized the marriage was not going to work out because, um, pretty much I just married, um, just the globe of, of what I saw. It really was a, um, like, um, uh, it was glass lightning. It was a lot of, um, uh, mental illness or so psychological abuse that was going on in relationship. A lot of, uh, of my ex-husband would tell me, you know, I was, you know nothing. You know you don't be done anything without me. You're not smart. You're stupid. You know you're oh, not God, you're not good. Horrible. You hear it over and over again. I knew right then. I said this is not good. But I didn't know how to break it because I didn't have the new information to say that I was wealthy, that I was wanted, that I was whole in my body. So honestly, you just keep repeating. It's like, hey, maybe I am crazy. Maybe I am nothing. And it's like. Wow, I don't know if this is what I need to do and how I need to move forward. A lot of times that's just what it is. So with that being said, um, you know, I I had to leave my marriage um, because it was really draining me because I had children. I had children. And then we were military. So we were a military family. Um, Mike's husband is so funny. He was um, definitely a leader in the military. Um, so a lot of times, you know, I, it would be a process where I would make him look bad if I would say something about it, right? But at the same time, it was toxic for my kids. I said, listen, if I don't get out of here, my kids are not going to have a good life. Not i Not just rather be by myself. If this is not working out, I cannot keep... Uh, moving forward because this is just not healthy. It's I'm draining myself. I'm not feeling good myself within. So uh,
0: that's a lot. I've known women who get stuck and they'll stay with somebody who's abusive. I know someone who was, it's been a while since we've been in touch, but her husband was emotionally abusive. And she would just make excuses and it was just so heartbreaking because you can't make somebody leave. You can't make them, they have to come to it themselves. Did you have people outside, like friends, who are like, Huh, this isn't, this doesn't seem good, or did you just hide it? Oh my gosh, no.
1: Well, you hide it for a while because you put that smile on your face and people are like, Keisha, this is not you. You were always smiling. Um. You know, this is not cool. So people won't say anything at first until they get us alone and separate, you know. So what happened is um, a good friend of Mars will come to me and say, you know what, this he's not really nice. The way he talks to you is not really uh, uplifting, you know, when you're not here, you know, it's almost like, wow, with others that really love you, they'll say something. But that's what it took. A friend just coming to me and say, you know what? You're really, really better than this. You really can do better. So then when it happened, when I did divorce, everybody came like, you know, you know, Keisha, you, I knew it. I knew you should I should have <laughs> left. It's like, wow, really? Oh, wow. thank you for your support. But I knew I needed to know for myself. I need to understand for myself my well being and my nature of understanding how whole I can be.
0: You know, one of the things that I find sometimes with women, and I've been through this before, is where you break up with somebody and you just can't sit with the with the loneliness. You just you miss being with somebody, and so you you go back. What do you say to women who are going through breakups or who are out of a, especially a bad relationship? How do you sit with that loneliness that you're going to have at first? Because even if you are with someone who's a jerk you still had that being with someone. Do you see what I mean? So how, what advice do you have?
1: Honestly, I will. I'll tell every woman, listen, it's okay to be broken and have that outlook of your life because you're not going to stay there. So it's okay to feel the way you feel. It's okay when you have someone that comes to you and say, you know what, you need to pick yourself up. You need to be better and you need to do better. But listen, I, you miss one in your bed. You miss someone cuddling you at night. You know, that, those feelings are real. Listen, I will tell you, don't don't um, put yourself in a place where you're not being realistic on what was happening. You know, you have to take responsibility for where you're at. You know, you have to understand you have to begin again. You have to do something different. In order for you to do that, you have to begin again and be honest with where you're at understand that you're going to do better but you got to understand and be able to accept where you're at so you can build again
0: i love that i think it's i find people so annoying when they're like just move on or just get over it. like just let me feel how i feel i am all about letting people have their feelings you talked about in your family You know, from the outside, things look fine, but you don't share your business. Nobody knows what's going on. You carry that with you. You end up marrying somebody who came from a similar background, also in terms of just the toxicity. The fact that you broke that is huge. So I used to live next door to this woman, and she was horrible. And she would yell at her kids all the time, and it would make my daughter cry. So I went over to her, she lived next door, and I said, I just want you to know That we can hear you when we're in our house. Like, just, and she's like, well, I'm a yella. I come from a family of yellas. That's just what we do. And I thought, and that's exactly how she said it. And I thought, wow. Okay, so um, my mom would yell a lot or my, you know, this or that. But I broke that cycle, right? Like, you have to break it and you have to heal. And I just thought it's like she was almost bragging. Like, isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. A lot of times, you know, you want to bring
1: all of your family, your friends, you know, your partners, your colleagues with you because you're used to them because it's familiar. So a lot of times when things are familiar, you can't break things because you haven't um, broke that um, that aspect of your life for you to even begin again. So if that friend is toxic and saying certain things. Sometimes you just have to understand, you know what, Um, I understand we go to lunch together, I understand we're eating together, but listen, I do want to eat, but I just don't want to talk about this. People will see difference in you, you won't make them feel bad because you're not, you know, condemning them because you're not saying anything about them. But at the same time, people look at you and say, hey, there's something different about you. You're not doing something. You're not doing like we do. Why why are you not complaining like we do? Why are you not um, harboring on this uh, neglect that we usually do? And then people will just pretty much weave themselves out of your life because you're not doing the same things over and over again. A lot of the times I have to tell my boys that I say, listen, I love you who you are. You know, men men are different. Male children are different. They harbor Things differently, but I knew enough to. I can't make you be like me. I can't make you do my, what I do. But I want you to be just amazing as to who you are, and I just allow them to do them. Listen, I say. Listen, I just hope you know they don't harbor anything that I'm doing. But at the same time, because of the love that you give, that's what kids remember. They remember that love. They try to weed out anything that doesn't mirror you. So I just knew for me. I just have to continue to do the right things
0: and to me, do me right, because I am good. Absolutely. So, so you left your husband, thank goodness, your first husband. Yes.
1: At that time, I, I had my oldest and I was pregnant with my, um, my middle son. Yeah. So. Gosh. That's incredible. This, this was huge. I knew I knew that, listen, oh my gosh. My family thought I was crazy. They were like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna leave, you know, your the kids by yourself, you're gonna do this. And I said, Listen, I I don't like the way I'm feeling. Listen, it's okay. I, I, I could do this. I could do this as long as my parents are here, you know, if they can. They didn't understand, even my parents didn't understand it, but they knew enough to know how I was looking. You know, parents can look at you and say, oh, nah, no, I can't come in between a marriage, but there's something different about you. It's like, you know, so when I did uh, divorce my husband, you know, uh, I was by myself. Money was different because you used to two um, uh, incomes in the house. So things was going to have to change. And I say, you know what? Military taught me how to be a warrior. Military taught me how to rebuild and begin again. So I said, look, I'm going to just do that. And that's what I did. I just began to do that. And I was by myself, just me and my boys.
0: Wow. Did you ever tell your parents, like, he calls me stupid? He says I'm nothing?
1: Yeah, I, I did. I was able to, uh, my dad is um, passed away now. I was able to, um, no, that's fine. I was able to tell my mom later because most times people don't see you, you know, the way you are now, they only see what you were. So, um, honestly, when I was having that baggage with my, uh, Mike's husband, my parents wasn't able to hear me. They weren't able to hear it. They were just, you know, just, you know what I mean? They just didn't understand. So at the same time, they were supportive of me, but they didn't understand the divorce.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And it sounds like from the way you grew up there was some toxicity with them as well.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yelling was familiar. That was something that was familiar in the household. Everybody yelled. It was like what why do you think that's a problem? Everybody everybody's yelling. It's like, oh man, it's something bigger than this. It's like it's even bigger than the uh, physical abuse. When someone psychologically um, doing things—it's something's not right. It's like I'm not well. I'm not good. I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm really um having a path that's just not good. So how can I? How can I justify that? What's gonna happen there?
0: You know? Wow. So how long after that? Did you connect with your mentor? Like, take us down that road, like a little bit of the healing. Did you do therapy after that? Or, like, what was going on for you? Oh, yes, I did do therapy. See, that's
1: one thing about women. They have to understand, listen, therapy is good. Therapy is not a bad thing of um, searching for um, a therapist to just to talk to you know, those p- paths in your life that you don't see. So a lot of times, you know, a therapist will help you and show you things that are happening, that are reoccurring, and that's going to, um, for you to begin again, for you to begin down the path of understanding. So a lot of times, people need to understand therapists are good. So after my, um, I did go to my therapist, and then therapists began to tell me that I was uh, depressed, that I was having anxiety that I was having um, a mental block when it came to uh, that issue of stress, you know, of, you know, uh, just being able to connect with the right people. So a lot of times people don't understand. Listen, all of that is connections. So I had to understand if I wasn't getting my way away from the uh, depression of this anxiety, the stress, I'm just going to keep reoccurring over and over again. So I knew right then. Oh, yeah, I got to be by myself for right now, because all I would do is get another relationship and I would keep on the same pattern. Right. And it's like I understood enough to understand what my boys needed. Not only did they need a whole home, but they need a whole mom, you know, and that's what I need to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's huge. And then from there, once you kind of got your bearings and you were able to feel better about yourself, what? when did you, is that when you knew you wanted to be a coach to help other women? Like once you felt more secure in yourself?
1: Yes. So once I was at a whole place where I was whole mentally in my head, that's when I was able to understand that I can be a coach, that I could show others to begin again. They don't have to stay where they're at. So that's where coaching came into play. And that's when I was able to have uh, tools and resources and, um, you know, uh, systems for coaches to be able um, to um, do the same things that I did. So they were able to no, there is a, a spark within you that can be revived again. And I promise you, you can build again. You can do anything you can want to be.
0: So, Lakeisha, you have a book, Free Yourself, Breaking Free to Enjoy Your Journey of Love, Success, and Well-Being. So, it was a process of
1: um, just showing what I did, you know, when it came to understanding how I could be uh, a powerful woman who had a mental illness, you know, and had those breaks in my life. And I began to show others how you can begin again and how you can uh, resurface, honestly, um... I honestly tell um, others about my amazing husband today that I have, you know, because I, he came to be um, after I began to be whole again, you know, within my life. You know, he would have been no good for me if he came not
0: speak before. You know, I would have just been an angry woman. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's huge what you did, because I have to be honest, I... Just jumped from guy to guy to guy. Like I didn't ever take that time. And then when I was finally gonna take that time to really heal, um, my I had some friends He's like, No, no, you have to meet, you have to meet Ken. You have to meet Ken. And I'm like, No, no, I have to be single. I haven't been single in years and I've got these issues and I need to work on them. They're like, just just meet him. Well, anyway, we've been married twenty-two years. <laughs> We're super happy. He's amazing. But, you know, he knew coming in, I had some issues that I needed to work through and and he's been supportive. It just worked out. But I do sometimes wish, like, I still want things to turn out the way they did with my husband and my daughter. But I kind of wish I'd had that time to really focus on myself. I think it's so important when you can do that. And wow, how much better is it now that you have this great husband and he met you at the right time and... That's wonderful. How, how much longer was it after your divorce did you meet your, your husband?
1: Oh, wow. So we're talking four years. Wow. Four
0: years. Were you single for four years?
1: Yeah. So well, I'll be honest. I'm transparent in my um, interviews. I always tell people, listen, okay. So when I got divorced and yeah, I was by myself. but I was just like every other woman. I went out on dates because I was told to go out sure. on dates. And it was just toxic. And it was like all these, it was like I was dating, um, young kids mentally, you know, in the, in the, in the mindset. So I was like, man, this is not good. Okay. So this is not what I want. So I stopped dating. Um, I want to say within that year. And honestly, when my husband came, he came when I began to understand how to love myself and understand that I need to be whole. I cannot. I can't date anybody right now. This is, it's not going to end well. And I got kids looking up to me and I said, you know what? I need to be focused on my family. So that's what I was. I began to focus on my family. I began to get really involved in the church. I began to actually serve in the church even more. So I always was a church girl. It's so funny. I was always a church girl in the church. And I said, you know, it was something different. Uh, I knew God was um, showing me something different in the church. Now that I have kids, I was really called into outreach. So I began to go into the outreach ministry. So I began to go and um, talk to young kids who were battered, who were broken, and I said, "Why am I here, Lord? What is going on? What 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 can I do here?" And these guys like, "No, just come here and be the wealth and the light that you are." And I began to just. Um, minister to those kids and just begin to show those kids, listen, you can do anything. I just began to read them a story, show them the Bible and just show them how you even know you're um, maybe in this um, shelter right now, because these kids were in a shelter, you know, pretty much. I'm um, just like the next step is prison, you know, and they didn't know anything. They didn't know anything better to do, but to do what they were doing. And I began to show them, listen, you do other things. You can do, you can be courageous. You can be built on your life. And even though we're in this place where you're uh, pretty much uh, sheltered in um, this detention system right now, you don't have to stay that way. So when I began to just really surface myself in outreach, I began to really be, uh, you know, began to evolve in that. Um, It's so funny. I was just focused on that and having a good time. Then a friend called me and I'm like, Hey, how are you? Hey, how's it going? I have somebody I want you to meet. I said, this is weird. I, I'm literally outreach with the church. You know, I'm serving and stuff. And uh, he was like, you know what? I want you to meet uh, someone that I know. And I'm just letting you know, this is a good friend of mine. And honestly, because you are a sister of mine, um, honestly, you loan my wife. And I believe um, this person will definitely have uh, great uh, information for you. So, make a long story short, they set up a blind date for us to get together. And this is, it was just so different. We began to get together. And we had uh, an encounter together. On that date, um, all of us was sitting at the table and just getting to know each other. He knew that I had children. I'm like, how did you know I had children? Oh, yeah. Um, You know, they told me you had children. And I think that's a great thing. And I said, wait a minute. You know, I have not just one. I got two kids, two kids. Are you still willing to date me? He was like, yeah, let's have fun. And it was just like, have fun okay let's have fun understand i if i'm dating anybody honestly i am exclusive i don't want to just date just just to be dating i have two children and i definitely love myself um i don't want to have um if i do anything i don't want to have sex um before marriage and he was just like thank god that's what i wanted that's amazing i go to sleep at night and I say, oh, my gosh, you are my husband, and I love you. And we've been married for eight years now. And he, it's so funny because he talks to my ex-husband, and it's almost like he give him um, information about the kids and helpful needs, you know. And it's crazy, but, you know, I never knew that was going to happen, that they would be able to talk, and they would be able to have a great relationship, co-parenting. All together, and my ex husband trusts him. He trusts him, he really trusts him in his opinion. He's like, Wow, you got my we moved, so we're in Maryland. Um, we were in Michigan. Um, and mind you, that's you know a whole nother state, and he has to trust my husband to make sure his two kids are good down here. And and they are, he's been ready. he's been um co parenting with um, with my ex husband for some time. We're talking. My oldest was six, seven, no, six years old, and my youngest was uh, two, no, excuse me, four years old. Four, yep, six and four. Isn't that something? And it's like he's been raising them all these years, all these years. And my my kids, they call him dad too. And it's like I got two dads. That's like wow. I said I didn't push it. They just did it on their own. And they said, no, this is another father that we have.
0: We have two. That is beautiful. Lakeisha, I'm so glad that you came on the show. This is such important conversation. Women have got to take care of themselves, and you've got, you know, when you can get out of a bad situation, you, you know, everything you said was so moving. The book is Free Yourself, Breaking Free to Enjoy Your Journey of Love, Success, and Well-Being. How do we find out more about you? Ooh, I know. you're. So, I love it. Ooh, I love the blue. It's so great. And I know she's holding, I wish people could see because she's holding up her awesome book. How do people learn more about you so they can work with you, read your book, all that good? I watch you on TV. You've got a podcast. Tell us all the ways to find you.
1: Absolutely. Well, listen, um, you can um, connect with me on my website, the Um, You also connect with me. It's so funny. I love Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a great um, platform and shows us different ways we can, we can create. Um, it's a new platform on um, Surface. Honestly, they're still getting the books out. So you can find me on there. It's Lakeisha Mosley, L-E-K-E-I-S-H-A, and M-O-S-L-E-Y. And um you can connect with me in there. Honestly, the Lakeisha Mosley show is on all social media. You can connect with me there on Spreaker, um, iTunes, you can connect with me there on Spotify, you can connect with me there on YouTube as well i um, the Lakeisha Mosley show. And honestly, I have some resurfacing that's happening because now I'm focused on anxiety and stress, you know, in my platform. So um, different things are happening, um, moving forward. But you can connect with me on my website and send me a message and you can also purchase my books there, too. And um, also I have collaborations um, 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 on my platform as well, too collaborations efforts and i would love for you to connect with me there we talk about relationships we've talked about marriage you know how it can um happen successfully and honestly you can begin again i love those collaborations because sometimes you see some hiccups you can see some success stories and also you can move forward with your life moving ahead and you can also email me on LaKeisha mosley uh, at gmail.com to connect with me there as well uh, LaKeisha,
0: thank you so much. This has been awesome. Wow. It truly, truly has. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy. And Lisa? At Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.